Hello and welcome to episode 79 of the Pen Addict Podcast, your weekly show where we discuss pens, paper and the analogue tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley and I am joined by a man who is surely now got a gold tip nib. It's Mr. Brad Downey. <laughs> good grief. How are you? I'm good. How are As you? As I was saying it, I was trying to back out. <clears throat> yeah, but, I know. Uh, I'm and I'll be right back. I need to go like wash my hands and brush my teeth real quick. Yeah, I was. I was <laughs> I feel I was, dirty. I was well committed, um, so yeah. I just carried on going. I am going to the dentist uh, this week though, so maybe I can come back with a little something extra gold. Some grill. You can get like a grill. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. How are, so you? how are you, sir? Oh, I'm good. Are you good? You're I'm good. golden. I'm golden. I'm trying to get over this cold. You can probably tell I, I sound a little bit different. So if I uh, yeah. blow out blow out your headset uh, on the. This episode, I, I'll, I will try to catch myself, but yeah. Thankfully, the fireworks have stopped here. Oh, yeah? It's uh, Guy Fawkes Night. Here. That's right. It's 5th of November, so I, I recorded with uh, Patrick. I recorded the last episode of the Enough podcast today. Oh, I'm so sad. Yeah, and, and there were fireworks throughout the oh. entire episode. <laughs> Just like popping in the background. Yeah, it's usually something out Patrick's window or something that's making the noise, but this time it was you. Yep, it was all well. It was it was every. I even I had my windows closed and everything, but it's so loud, you know. Yeah, you can't you can't really escape fireworks. Well, that was a, a deserving send off then of the enough. Exactly, podcast. in a way, it was kind of nice. But yeah, this hasn't been the only fireworks that there's been this week. I mean, surely there was some in uh, in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Um, the knock um, Kickstarter project funded. Success- it was successfully funded, Mike. I don't know if you know that. What? I, I didn't think you guys were going to make it. It was I going know, down but... to the final minute. <laughs> it was tight there at the so, end. So I remember on the show that that you said that you hoped you'd break two thousand and seventy five. So two thousand backers, seventy five thousand dollars. Where you got yeah. two thousand backers and seventy eight thousand dollars, six hundred and sixty two. So congratulations. Thanks, I appreciate that. I'm just, I'm shaking my head. You know, you can't see that, but I'm just like, what an wow. incredible amount of money! Yeah, like isn't that inc- amazing? It really is. It really is, and um, we're excited. We're we're excited that the backers are so excited about this project. Yep. I mean, we get so many. I mean, people don't even have these things in their hands yet, and they just keep sending us messages about how excited they are. Um, you know how happy they are for us, um, and, and it, I don't know. It's a good feeling. It's it's a good feeling. I'm not going to lie. Of course, Jeff has been uh, updating the Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> loads of he loads hard, of pictures. He's hard at hard at work. Yeah. He, he's pretty much doing uh, cases full time starting yesterday. And then uh, I'm going to be up there um, this weekend helping helping out with that and hopefully bringing back the first batch to uh, start getting organized. We don't have our. We're waiting. We got to wait till the uh, Kickstarter funds come in to get some of our shipping stuff set up. Yeah. But I'm going to start organizing that because um, I'm going to be handling a lot of the shipping. So you're basically um, going to start getting some of the packages ready, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I got to figure out the the get some organizational yeah. things going, basically, so we can fu- I can fulfill in a efficient manner. I'm not overly concerned about it, but it's just something that's not set up until I can't really set it up ahead of time, kind of thing. Yeah, you can do it, but it's about how you do it, really. Right, I guess. right. I imagine lots of huge buckets. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
that's exactly right. So, which will be good. I mean, it's it's good times. It's good to uh, it's good to get this thing going. And um, I'm glad we were able to start manufacturing early because I think we would be behind if we weren't. But I think um, even you know Jeff's just starting starting this week. He's already feeling pretty good about um, the process so far. So I mean, I think I think we're going to be in a um, in a good good shape. So. Um, we did send out the survey this week for any yeah, listeners you did, didn't you? who <laughs> what <The> carry on. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say any listeners who who are backers who haven't seen a survey, you need to check your junk mail folders or something like that, your spam folders. Yeah, um, I, I know some got delivered there because they I guess they come from a different different address than than what than our backer updates come from Kickstarter. I think most people were getting those, but the um. The surveys get handled a little, little bit differently, but um, I, I never thought I would see so many tweets or messages about how hard it is to choose the colors on the survey. People are excited about picking the colors, and they're having a hard time. So I went pretty uh, heavy pretty in the orange. Yeah, it looks lot, pretty sweet. I'll, I'll admit that. I got like the is it the high tower that was in the peacock? Uh huh. Right. I got that one because you know. Yep. But most of mine were orange. I I did choose like a what I think I got one maybe one blue and one steel. Okay. But nice. I didn't realize until I got the survey how many pen cases I now will be owning. <laughs> it it didn't dawn on me until I was checking them all. Mm. And then one thing I had a concern. I have a concern mm-hmm. that I want to share with you, mm-hmm. which is customs charges. Yeah, I we've had a couple messages about that. Because um, it's potentially going to be quite a, a hefty pack. How yeah. big do you think it will be? We were doing some measurements the other day, but I didn't do any weights yet. Um, it's not going to be supremely heavy, and it's going to be about, what was the dimensions? 8 by 12. So we'll see. I mean... Yeah, hopefully there's not going to be a real hit there. And I don't know if there's a way to put in the description that's more feasible. I I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that. That's I would question. suggest that. Like, for example, mm-hmm. I received a T-shirt last week, just a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. It cost me $20 mm-hmm. in customs fees. So I'm just concerned that I will be... <laughs> I'll be going back to vanishing point days. Not that I will mind for your goods, but, you know, it's not just me. Um, well, so, sure. Yeah. yeah, and I don't want to get you know raked over the coals by a bunch of um, by a bunch of backers saying, "Oh, I didn't know there was going to be these additional fees." And you know, sh- shipping is it's a pain. Awful. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's just pain. awful. There's no two ways about it. People, you know, want to know, well, can you reduce your shipping fee? I'm like, well, I'm already <laughs> losing yeah. money in my shipping fee. You know, in in this in this um in this project i mean that there's certain fixed costs that just are you know mm-hmm. and it's like you know shipping fees you know people usually don't have a, a a way to get around them but um we try to be pretty reasonable and um i i'm fairly certain we're going to lose lose money just in shipping but we wanted to get these products out and get them in a lot of people's hands and you know that's what this kickstarter was about was getting the getting the word out and getting the product out and we're certainly not going to lose money overall but i know just on the shipping part of it um we will but that's totally fine and and we accepted that in the beginning just because we wanted to get these just all over the world and it turns out it worked out that way pretty well so we'll see what happens i mean i don't i think customs is a bit of a dark art i've had 
things come through absolutely fine. I've had things locked away in cabinets and right in post offices and places. So we'll see what happens. Right. Yep, we'll see what happens. So yeah, no, that's a that's a concern. I just don't know the best way to handle that, and um, that's something I'll be looking into. You should maybe contact some of your friends. That's true. That's true. I just wrote myself a note here, so. Um, I know Dan's had to deal with it, so I, yeah. I will. Uh, I will enlist Dan. And like jet actually, pens and people like that, you know. <clears throat> yeah, and actually, I'll I'll probably hear from Dan before I, I text Dan. It seems like he listens pretty quick to the <laughs> podcast and starts saying, "Hey, I can help you with that." Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's great. <laughs> He's great. So, in a a pretty shocking release this week, we have a new field note. That was completely out of the left field, I thought. Yeah. Um, how awesome is that? So it's Field Notes Pitch Black. Great name. I what mean, a they, great idea. Yeah, they killed. They they pretty much killed it on this one. And uh, I don't know if you saw on um, the day they announced it, they turned the whole site black. Did you guys see that? I did see that. It's back to normal now, but I thought it was a pretty cool look. it was Halloween. They, they announced yeah, it on it Halloween. Halloween. Yep. So what they did was... In a nutshell, is they have a pitch black edition. Um, think of the cover is sort of like the night sky, wouldn't you say? It's kind of the same gray, gray ink, um, dark black cover, yeah. stealth, stealth gray text ink, and then the dot grid on the inside. So, and the black and the black staples. I mean, it ticks all of your boxes, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. I'm like. I so don't need these yet because um, I'm still working on the um, drink local editions, yep. you know, <laughs> filling yep. them up. Uh-huh. But as soon as the winter edition comes out, I'll be adding these to the order um, because I've always said I use the um, just as when I'm not using a regular edition, I mean, a, a limited edition um, colors edition, I'm using the red blooded. So this will replace the red blooded for me. And unfortunately, they're shutting down the red blooded edition. Yeah, this this will replace the red blooded. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know if they're, yeah, they're calling it a retirement, but it could make a comeback. Um, they did three full print runs of those. I don't know what the quantities are. Um, I don't think it's going to be some super collectible thing. I'm a little bit sad that um, the letterpress covers are my favorite field notes editions. Right. So I'm sad in that aspect that that red one's not going to be available. But I think this is a more than fair trade-off <laughs> yep. for me. Um, this is a sweet book. Um, you ordered some, right? I have two packs. And they I don't came know, in? Uh, I haven't got them yet. I don't okay. know why I ordered two packs. Like I thought that they was going to run out. I was actually talking to Jim Kudal about it. And mm-hmm. I was like, I've ordered two. And he was like, thank you. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know why I did it. And he was like... Yeah, a lot of people are doing it. Yeah, so they'll they'll um, yeah, these should be around for a while. It's like I'm so used to to when I make these orders. Like I tend to order in pairs, mm-hmm. and uh, so just I guess it was just habit. I was like, well, I better well, get yeah. two packs in I, case they sell out. Even <laughs> if they well, sell yeah, out, they just refresh it. them. I do it for shipping purposes. I mean, I've never ordered just this one three pack. It's just not good shipping uh, management <laughs> yeah. shipping cost management <clears throat> so yeah I always order at least two three packs whenever I order so um, I'll, I'll, I'm anxious to get these um, they'll be a good uh, I've got so many of the, the most recent editions though didn't that's why you, I just haven't jumped into these didn't you subscribe though 
I did. Okay. Then I'll order extras. I mean, you know, I, uh, I mean, you order I have, extras. I have, yeah, because I wonder what what you meant. But no, no, I understand. Oh no, 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 no. Well, it yeah, depends. I, I mean, you surely don't need to order extras if they don't like because the drink local because it was six, so you didn't get two packs of three. Do you buy more than the just two packs of three that you get with the colors? Then yeah, you wouldn't think that I would have to buy more, but I kind of do. Interesting. <laughs> so Why don't you just get four, two bought, two color subscriptions? I bought. I should. I You'd bought four money. more. Three. I bought four more three packs of the drink local. Four more. Yes. So then I gave I gave a I gave two of them to Jeff though. So I gave him a okay. loggers and an ale. So I only have two extra. So I got two with the color subscription. Then I got two extra. So then I gave two to so Jeff. So you have twelve. No, I have I have four three packs. Four three packs. Which is just two loggers, two ales. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, I understand now. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm on. I I got two and two as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm on my second of the drink local now. Nice. Fill that Did first you, up quite quick. Do you follow um, Johnny Gamber from Pencil Revolution? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Well, you you follow field you follow field nuts. He's the one he posted like yesterday. He just finished filling all six books of the drink local edition. How? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Did he post it in the group? Yeah. Yeah, I'll he said, it. "All right, I'm done." <laughs> I just laughed. What did, was he putting cool. in them? He he put down in there what he does. We'll have to find the post. We'll try. To, we'll, locals, we'll link that one in there. My drink locals are empty. Uh, full. <laughs> and I think he said burp or something. Crazy. Yeah, that, is, that was crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> so yeah, um, this should be around for this. This is obviously going to do extremely well. Um, and I look forward to getting them and, and, and using them because I think it's a – I don't know that I'd change a thing unless they wanted to do a letterpress cover, but um, this is fine just like this because I love that gray that gray text on there. It looks sweet. Dot grid. Dot grid. Awesome. I'm all about it. Yep. What else do we – should we uh, – what else have we got? We've got loads of – perfect. you got a bunch more stuff. Shall I? Yeah. Uh, shall I take a quick break? No. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Why don't you do that real quick, and then uh, we'll go from there. This probably sounds like a good idea. So let's take a quick moment to thank our friends over at Squarespace.com. Squarespace. They are who give you absolutely everything that you need to create an exceptional website. We love Squarespace. If you are looking to build a site, maybe you want to build an online portfolio or a site for your business. Maybe you want to sell things online like Brad will be doing. He's going to be doing that on, on Squarespace. They've got everything that you need to do all of that stuff. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO11. Um, I have been, I put a post on my site today on mikecurley.net because uh, our, our friend, Mr. Matthew Alexander, he launched his uh, new company today and I wanted to post about it. Because I oh, had did it go in, live today? Yeah, it did go live today. It's uh, need, awesome. needlifestyle.com. Um, I had a, an image that I wanted to post because I took a photo of uh, Matt about uh, in December of last year when he came to visit me and he told me about this idea that he had. And he spent the rest. we spent the rest of the day talking about it and I convinced him to buy a, pad and paper, a pen and paper so he could write the ideas down so he wouldn't forget them. And I took a picture of him um, because I felt it was like a moment to, to like to sort of chronicle. 
And I wanted to post that and just write a little thing about it. So I, I just typed some stuff up into my Squarespace uh, blog and I, dr- I was able to drag and drop the image from my desktop into the window. And then I was able to, to use the sort of the, the selectors to shrink it down to the right size, easily put a caption in. And then I was able to just drag and drop it to where I wanted it and have the text wrap around. It was so easy. Like, that's the stuff that I love. And then yeah. I was able to, to save it as a draft, waiting for him to announce it. And then when he announced it, I was able to publish. Very simple. It's what I love about Squarespace. I love, their, I love the fact that they're always adding new features. I love that they're always making them more easy to use. I love that they're always adding new designs. And their designs, you know, they're just fantastic. They've won numerous awards for their beautiful designs. They all feature mobile experiences. So they're all responsive from a web design perspective, which look fantastic. They have 24-7 customer support. And their plans, believe it or not, just start at just $8 a month. And they include a free domain name if you sign up for a year. I just think they're fantastic. As I mentioned before, they're, they're commerce platforms. So if you want to set up a shop to sell things, you can do this in just a few minutes as well. And that's something that I think we'll be talking a lot more about as as uh, Brad switches all that stuff live over at Notco. So, I mean, you can see, right, what I've mentioned there just through talking is Brad has his sites there. I have my sites there. I mean, you can't get more of an endorsement than that. We trust Squarespace with our website, so you should too. I want you to go and sign up for a free trial, no credit card needed. And when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure that you use the offer code TALLYHO11. That's T-A-L-L-Y-H-O-11. That's going to get you 10% off your first purchase. And it will also help show your support for the Pen Addict and all of 5x5. Thanks so much to Squarespace. They give you everything that you need to create an exceptional website. One quick uh, comment on Squarespace. They they um, update their blog pretty frequently in there on whatever changes they're making and you know some of the, some of its back end stuff like they had an analytics change here recently that they did a big update on but i just happened to stumble on it yesterday they did a post a couple of days ago they have a new commerce template called supply looks nice um, right yeah i sent that to jeff and he about fell out that's going to be perfect for us i think we're going to switch our commerce template which we haven't put live anyway um it's still behind the scenes it's cuz it's going to be a few months before that's totally live but you know they're always doing updates and things like this, adding new templates, and um, it's really neat and clean. And it, it's, I think that's going to be our our commerce template. Um, and I know I know this this ad's been going on forever now, but the the great thing about the way that they do that stuff is you can just change it. Yeah, and and that's it. Like it doesn't break uh, anything. You just change it. Yeah, like we have all this stuff built out. I'll just go pick new template, and then yep. you know. And then, I might, I'll just check and make sure everything landed in the right spot. And yeah, so you, you choose the new template and it loads and shows you what your site's going to look like. You can click around and everything, but until you click save, it doesn't change. It's just awesome. Right. Oh, God, I love Squarespace so much. So, hey, um, hey quick pro tip for you. on yeah. um, I'm reading your Matt Alexander post on Neat. And first of all, congratulations, Matt. I'm pretty excited for this. Um, it's going to be awesome. Did he launch it on his birthday on purpose? I don't know if it was... I think it was just a happy accident, but one that he was cool. very pleased about. Like he was saying to me earlier that all of the birthday wishes and the world wishes for this, it felt like his heart was going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, quick pro tip for you. Next time you give him a pen, take off the uh, little UPC label. That was to show you how, like he li- we literally ran around a department store. He bought, there two of the Moleskin Volant, I think they're called. Yeah. Pack of those, and then I think that's a G two, <laughs> yeah. and he just sat down and just started writing. 
<laughs> that's awesome. I'm so happy I took that photo. Yeah, that's really good. And it it's not just the photo. I mean, it captures a, it captures a moment. You know, yeah. you know exactly what was going on there, and then something great came out of it. So that's very cool. Uh, very cool, Matt Alexander. Well done. Yes, sir. So I got another well done product here that kind of um, I tried to not buy <laughs> just because. I don't know. I spend a lot of money on pins as it is, but on Kickstarter, I've been eyeballing this uh, this project called the Apollo Technical Pin and Drafting Scale. Have you yeah. seen this one? Yeah, somebody sent it in to us. I can't remember who off the top of my head. Yeah, and I was just like, it looks interesting, but it's not for me. And I did not expect you to buy it, but you have bought it. I didn't either. I I thought this looks really good. It looks really well done. It's not for me. Um, that was how, what, how I saw it. Sure, I can, and I can understand that because you're not a super high tech C fan, even though it takes other refills. It's just, it's not up, up your alley. Um, but I, I literally looked at this. I think I went to the project page every day for three days, and read the whole thing. <laughs> and going, you know, the first time I looked at it, I was like, man, this this looks really good. I'm just, I, you know, I'm not going to back another pen. And then I looked at it the next day. I was like. Oh, check out that black one. I didn't see that black one the first time. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty neat. And then the third day oh, I found it. Oh, the black one's nice. Said, yeah. It's like a road train. Yeah. I came in and said, forget it. I'm backing it. I keep going. I keep pulling up the web page. I'm going to back it. So I'm gonna, I want this black one because I, I traded my uh, road train 600 rollerball that looks a lot like this. So this will be kind of a replacement for that. Um, And... I don't know. It just it looks extremely well made, and the price is good um, for a titanium pen. For um, I think mine was fifty, yeah, fifty nine dollars, um, and you can choose your color of the the silver or the black. And uh, for, I thought for fifty nine dollars, it was like totally fair. And it's it does have a stylus on the back end, which I don't really oh, use I can't on my pens. And that. Like I wish people would just stop doing it. Yeah, like that They're was. There. Do you know what? I watched the video. And that was one of the things that made me close the tab, because yeah, I'm like, it's... they're not good. Those <clears throat> those styluses, those little ball styluses, they're not that good, like, <clears throat> especially not in a in a size like this. Right. So I was kind of just like, you've annoyed me now. <laughs> I know it kind uh, of seems a bit crazy, but I was like, you just annoyed no. me now because you're trying to cram more functionality in it, and you're actually probably creating a lesser product because of it. I think yeah, it's I, I think it's a addition though, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's got like a, I don't know if it's a screw or if it's a separate piece, but it does come without it. Just frustrates um, me. Yeah. So and actually, yeah. But yeah, I wish. I mean, because I'm gonna. I, I'm, manufacturers I'm, don't have to do this. I'm totally going <laughs> off on one now. If you're creating a drafting pen, a technical pen, which is all about precision. Then you shouldn't be making a stylus for the iPad where there is no point precision, right? And it's like you know the Studio Need guys, they knew what they were doing. They they created something that felt and acted like a board marker, like a dry erase marker, right? Because that's what it feels like to use because you have very little control over it. Well, it's just something that frustrates me to see people because you you clearly aren't doing it to be precise it's 
it's being done as like a value add. I don't know why I've taken such offense to this. Maybe I should be quiet and let you say how great the product is again. I apologize. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm with you on that. I will not use the stylus piece for this. And <clears throat> when this started becoming a thing a few years ago, I was like, okay, let, you know, let me try a few of these. I could see how this would be useful. I carry my iPhone, I carry a pen, and I carry paper, right? So, But I never use a stylus on my iPhone when I'm out and about or when I'd be carrying that pen with the um, stylus piece on it. Um, but if I'm at home and have my iPad out, I'm always using the Cosmonaut, right? I would never reach for the pen with the stylus on it because I'm not going to be writing at that time. Yeah. So I've just found it to be, even though I was behind a few of these, and I've just found through use that I never use the stylus piece of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it just seems extraneous. And fortunately, with this one, I mean, you don't have to use it and it comes right off and you'll never see it again and Mike can sleep well at night. Yep. So, um, but yeah, I I think it looks really good and I think the price is right. So, um, you it's know, hopefully super, it's... super uh, good looking. And yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure people that buy it are going to love it. I just looked at it and was like, that's, that's more than I need and I probably yeah. wouldn't use it that much personally. But it takes a ridiculous amount of great refills yep yep all the uh all the, you know, the high tech high tech c's and yeah all good, what 50 60 70 refills a bunch of good stuff so it's real good they've done a good good job of putting the page together and they're doing well sixty-two thousand over against thirty thousand. oh yeah and one other thing it does come with a pencil modification that yes. i mean i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be ordering that but um i thought that was interesting because this does look like the the rotring 600 line and you know that's a, I think that was a famous pencil before. Well, maybe they made the pens at the same time, but the the pencils really took over the world. What's um, so special about the ruler thing? Um, I don't know. I'm not a I'm not an engineer, right, okay, and I cool. guess it's just a, I guess it's just a balance, and it's maybe it's got some measurement stuff that's handy or something. I I couldn't really speak to that. I don't think mine does. Mine come with a ruler? I don't think it does. Yeah, mine doesn't come. It's called a tri scale. Um. That's actually a pretty expensive thing, but a, a lot of people are raving about that. That's I have no interest in that. I just want the pen. So, does yours so come with one? No, 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 it doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Plus, the black one would look silly in that thing. They have a black triscale. Do they? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because they have a brass pen too. That the black the black triscale looks like something you find in a Death Star. It looks awesome. Yeah, it does look pretty. Oh, it's they're all great looking. Yeah. Um, and I think the uh, the engineering uh, and drafting and architectural community seem to be very positive on the the tri scale piece, but I just don't understand it, so I didn't get one. Cool. I don't I don't have any need for that. Don't have any need. But um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. They've um, they've met their goal. They've doubled their goal so far. They had a thirty thousand goal. They're up to sixty two, and they got thirty seven days to go. I guess this was a sixty day project, so they are well on their way. So I'm anxious to uh, anxious to get it. Cool. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about the Field Notes uh, Everyday Carry. And uh, I had Keegan from One Star Leather Goods get in contact with me. Um, I'll put a link to One Star Leather Goods in the show notes, which you'll find at 5x5.tv slash panaddict slash 79. Um, I was actually introduced to Keegan by our, our mutual friend, the dude, Mike Dudak. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, uh, One Star Leather... Um, they make really beautiful products out of leather, and, and some of the stuff that Keegan makes are like uh, note, like everyday carry notebook holder type dealios. So um, I was very lucky that Keegan sent me uh, 
one of his. He asked me what I what I like the look of, and I went for the Park Sloper Senior. Um, it, not just because it was the most expensive item, but because <laughs> it was made uh, to fit field notes size notebooks. So uh, what I've got here is a really nicely put together, like it smel- smells good, uh, leather piece. I've got like a green and brown, like the main image on the on the page that you'll see, which is in the show notes, is what I went for. Um, it's really, really well put together. The field notes fits in like a glove, like it's... You have to be really careful when you're sliding it in, sort of the. So you slide like the back cover into like the inside of the like the right hand side of the piece, like so it's just slides in there. You know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to think like you've like a passport holder. Yeah. So you have to be careful as you're putting it in, right? Because it's obviously tight for a reason, but that means you could end up accidentally folding your field notes book in half. And that's on one side, and then on the other side, you've got uh, some like a credit card holders, and you've got like a pocket that you could put. Um, other things into so uh, in the description he says you know you can put like bills and stuff which says you can put like a, another notebook in there unfortunately it doesn't fit another field notes notebook in the other side which was a bit of a shame for me because I like to be able to carry like two field notes notebooks around me because mm. I'm crazy like that <laughs> but um, the average human only needs one and then you can put other stuff like money and, and things in there um, and I've been using it sort of just as a, a nice piece to carry the Field Notes notebook in. Like, if I was the type of person that was able to wear jeans in their daily work life, then I would be carrying this around with me as my sort of wallet slash notebook holder every day. But it's just slightly too big to fit in the back pocket of my work trousers. And it mm. would it would it it's kind of also then too wide to go in like a... Front pocket, gotcha. You know, in a back pocket in the in the jeans is perfect. And then I've got my wallet and my field notes book. Now, one of the things that I was excited about was the fact that you could put a pen in the side. It's got like a a part you can slide the pen into. The only problem for me is most of my favorite pens don't fit. Uh, it's like uh, too thin. It's like um, standard ballpoint width. Yeah, so it fits. Like he says, fits many pens from Barker, uh, Barker, Parker, Bick, Cross, uh-huh. Fisher, etc. So that's perfectly standard. I mean, you know, really, you should be catering for regular people because if you catered for me, then most of the regular people's pens wouldn't fit in it. That's yeah, out. That's it, and it's probably not going to fit good in your pocket anyway exactly. with a larger pen. So one pen that does fit though is my Ajoto. Do you remember my Ajoto? Yeah, that that's fits perfect. in there. So I'm pretty happy about that because the retro doesn't fit in, and and the main problem that I had was is a lot of pens that have a clip on them mm. I was struggling to, to fit in there but also looking at some of the pens like the render K doesn't fit that's too wide the retro 51 doesn't fit that's too wide and the same with the uh, Edison Collier because they're quite thick pens but sure. you know you could you could get something like a, like I say like the Ajoto will fit in there um, I was able to put a Oto graphic liner was able okay. to fit um so that's in there as well. I mean, you do have to have the clip on the outside for that one, but that's not not difficult because it's not like a really sort of rigid clip. Sure. Um, but the only thing is, you know, because it's leather, you, it kind of needs to be broken in a little bit. So it's, it takes a bit of a pull to get the, the pens back out. But I figure that if you use the same pen all the time, you would end up molding the leather over time, which is kind of be also one of the good things about it. Yeah, so... Looking at it before hearing your comments about it, it looks 
extremely well made. The oh, leather looks thick. The stitching looks amazing. The stitching is incredible. <clears throat> like it's actually one of it's the stitching is one of the highlights, which is probably not something you would always say. No, I mean, hey, having to look at stitches, you know, for <laughs> our cases, which are not on a, which are completely different than this, I can appreciate stitching. Oh, I think that's important. And uh, yeah, and and it's it's just it's really well made. And in all honesty, for one hundred and twenty five dollars, I mean, I think it's worth it. If you if you're somebody that wants to be able to put all of this stuff in one place, and you maybe want a little bit more. Um, this has got these the the options that you have have got a lot more flair than the field notes one. Yeah. Um I think that's a pretty good buy. Yeah, I think if I was a wallet person and I'm not a wallet person, I'm a front pocket money clip carry person. If I was a wallet person, I would be all over this. Yeah. Um but I do think, you know, for me it would be for what I need for like a field notes cover. I that's why I just have I love my uh my dome cover because it's just for like a single notebook, there's no extra pockets or anything like that. And it's, you know, it keeps the thinner profile. Um, but man, if I was a wallet person, because I only carry like two credit cards or no, one credit card and like an insurance card and my driver's license, that's all I carry. And then some cash. This is like perfect. I don't know. My, it might make me consider carrying a wallet, but I'm not a big back pocket carry guy. But So uh, he makes a bunch of other stuff. He actually does make field notes <coughs> covers as well. Oh, just a single solitary type cover. Mm-hmm. But it has a pocket cool. in the side, so you can look at those. Okay. Yeah. Great. This stuff looks really good. Um, one star leather goods. I, I've seen lots of pictures of these. I think probably from Dudek, um, and everyone I see always looks like really well made. That's that's the thing that stood out for me. It's like you can tell in the pictures. Um, and hopefully it um, hopefully it wears well and uh, things like that. And I, I'm sure it will. It looks. Um, it looks extremely durable. Yeah, so, this is one yeah. of those items where I know that the more that you use it, the better it's going to look. That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly how I feel. right. But the colors, are, all the colors that he uses for the levers are really nice. So, yeah, I would I would check it out. And if you're interested, then uh, I would say give it a go. He was very, very, okay. res- I mean, I know, I know that he was hooking me up, but he was very responsive over email and stuff. So I'm sure he'd be happy to answer any questions that okay. you may or may not have about his beautiful products. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, did you see? Um, did you see that tweet that came out today from uh, Doxy? I did. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. The first thing I did. All right. We'll we'll tell you what it is in just a second. But the first thing I did was, I, I guess you sent me that tweet. You forwarded it to me. I did. Yeah. So you did. So you did see it, of course. The first thing I did is I went to the field notes <laughs> the field notes page to see. If they saw it yet, and I didn't see it posted over there, but what Doxy has done, Doxy's coming out with a new product, um, and they started, I don't know, they started yesterday or the day before, I guess yesterday, Monday, started kind of leaking tidbits mm-hmm. on their Twitter feed about what this new product is, and today they leaked this sweet field notes Um. How would you explain this? What do they call it? So the tweet says, happiness comes in textured French 100-pound cream cord tone. A new kind of doxy is almost here. So it kind of looks like a canvas. So you like a really thick canvas. So it's, it's got like that like look of texture about it. Yeah, know? okay. That, that's a good description. Description canvas. So or how, does, like, how does it uh, feel? It feels interesting. <laughs> 
I wouldn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you saying? I don't know. It oh. feels pretty good. It feels oh, it, interesting. It does, does it? It's, it's yeah. funny you should say that. It's <laughs> just funny. Oh, sorry. I, I hit the mic. I, I don't know what happened there. I think I yeah. bumped the microphone with something. I'm, apparently, but, they're coming free with the new Doxy scanner. Is what, yes, is there's what Doxy a, is a saying. new Doxy scanner coming out this week, and um, I think you'll hear more about it uh, more about it this week. But this field notes, <laughs> I'm, I'm, they tweeted it out, and... This is one of the coolest field notes uh, books I've seen. I, I really like that they did something different with the Super cover. Super unique. And um, you know they got their logo on the belly band and stuff like that. So I thought they did a I thought they did a good job with this. But um, yeah, there will be more coming soon about uh, about this little gem. But I was surprised it wasn't on the field notes page because actually one of the one of the field notes field notes people actually responded to Doxy's post. Where can I get this? <laughs> yeah, because the field notes Twitter account retweeted it. Oh, did they? Yeah. So maybe it's on there. I just, you know what? I hate Facebook. No, no, no. F- field I, notes. The field notes Twitter account I, retweeted. I it. know what I'm. What I'm about to say is, I hate uh. Facebook because, like, if I go to the field nuts page, I always feel like it changes like the order of stuff. It does. Like I never know what's the newest thing. So I'm like, well, I don't want to post something if someone's already posted. But I'm just so bad at Facebook, I can't tell whether it's been posted or not. So you would think it would be over there, something somewhere about it, but um, because I'm sure they're going to be raving about it. But it looks like um, from from Doxy's response, it's going to be part of the new product that they're launching, and it's going to come with this product. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. All right, so we got um, we got one more topic. I want to I want to knock out real quick because it actually won't take very long mike is that okay yeah man so i've been getting a lot of questions on this is part of you know the pen addict blog growing and this podcast growing and people getting into new pens and people discovering things that they like and um i've been getting a lot of um new people starting to use fountain pens so along with that comes the laundry list of questions that you and i have had as we've gone through this experience in the past right um, we've had these same, very same questions um, going through our fountain pen discovery period. And this is actually an old question from Bobby Mendoza. One time when we were asking questions, we've, I've probably sit, sat on this for like six months, but I've just had an increase like in Twitter and an email of just some of these basic fountain pen questions. So I wanted to go through a few things real quick. It's kind of a fountain pen 101. And and on that topic, uh, Brian Goulet at the Ink Nouveau blog, which is his blog for Goulet pens, that's the first thing you should go to. It's called Fountain Pen 101. It's a video series. Brian makes some of the best best videos um, out there. He explains everything to a T. He's very thorough. So we'll link that into the show notes. Go check out Brian's videos. And he kind of covers all these topics that we're, I'm just going to shoot through real quick. Um, but Brian goes in-depth with this stuff. And that's where I learned a lot of my everyday tips and tricks. So a couple of the questions that I've seen recently, um, one, is it normal for ink to be deposited in the cap or is it normal to see like on a demonstrator pen ink in the feed section um, and things like that? And I would say it's normal to see ink in the feed section. That's just how the ink flows through the pen, like in a demonstrator pen. It's just... That's part of the design. That's not 
something's not broken and, and ink's leaking everywhere. That's what's actually helping the ink, um, you know, be moderated through the nib, through the feed in the nib. So you actually have a, a decent line to write with. That's a normal thing. Is it normal for inks to be deposited in the cap? No, it's not. Um, something's wrong, probably. If you're doing that, it's either the pen's being banged around too much, tossed around too much, or there's not a good seal somewhere that's causing uh, the air tightness that isn't there, either in the cartridge or the converter, or something's just not set right if it's happening a lot. Um, that's just something you want to, you just want to check everything out, make sure all the, everything's tightened up and looking good. Cause you shouldn't have, you shouldn't really have ink deposit in the cap. Now you'll, you'll see some a little bit from time to time and you know, you haven't really shaken it out. If it's just minor and infrequent, I wouldn't worry about much, but um, anything larger, I, I would start checking it out. We talked a lot about in previous podcasts, how to store pins, you know, just Bobby asked, does storing the, pin nib down cause any of this ink to be deposited in the cap. Um, I don't know that it necessarily does. I don't like storing my pins nib down just out of precaution for that. I'd la I lay them flat, just like a flat horizontal storage as much as I can, or I store them nib up. Um, I think nib down, you're probably asking for trouble, although I don't know that you would be in trouble. You just never know when something just might not be right. <clears throat> um, Cleaning is always a big issue for people that are new to fountain pens. So my cleaning routine has gotten to be very simple and very concise, and it's repeatable over and over, and anyone can do it. It doesn't take – well, it doesn't, I, wouldn't, I was going to say it doesn't take any special tools, but I do use an aspirator. But what I do to clean a fountain pen is you unscrew the section, which is the part – you know, where the grip area is and the nib, unscrew that, pull out your cartridge or converter, run that nib section, the part that you grip, under the sink, under the tap water. Just kind of flush that through, you know, as much as you can until you kind of start seeing ink um, being replaced by clear water. And if you happen to have a uh, nasal aspirator, I've bought a couple. They work really good for pushing that water through. You don't have to have one. But once you're done kind of rinsing that, that nib section out, I wrap it in a paper towel and shake it like a mother. <laughs> I mean, I just shake the heck out of it. And to see, get that water to come out of it, and I can see if any ink is remaining in there. And if there is, I'll flush it a little bit more, um, wipe it down on a paper towel a little bit more, shake it out a little bit more. And after, you know, maybe two or three times of that, the, um, it's usually pretty, pretty clear. It, I've gotten over the point where it has to be dead clear, perfect. I don't know if you run into that, Mike, when you clean your fountain pens, you make sure they're like, like the nib is just like crystal clear water. Um, or sometimes is there a little, there might be a little bit of coloration from just, I don't know, the smallest, the smallest dots of ink left in there. Yeah. I try not to get too crazy about it. Yeah. You'll, you'll drive yourself nuts yeah. trying to be perfect on that. And you don't have to be because the new ink will take over. And you might see it in one or two strokes right when you start. But after that, it's, you're going to take off and it's not going to – you'll never notice the minute amount left in there. Now, if I have a nib that's particularly 
tough to clean. Like my Edison Beaumont nib, for some reason, I've got other Edisons that are easy, easy to clean. This Beaumont nib, it just holds ink like crazy. That one I'll take off and put in a little cup of water and let it soak overnight. And then actually I'll see more ink come out by the morning time that I wasn't able to get out on my own. And then I'll just, I'll dry it off and it's ready to go. That's all you got to do guys to do, to get your pen clean, you know, run the nib unit under the water, shake it out, make sure all the, um, as much ink has gone out of it as possible, flush it, run it through there again, if you have to and dry it off. And I mean, you can start, I don't even let it dry, you know, overnight or anything like that. I'll, if I'm going to re-ink it, I re-ink it right there. You know, I'll either clean out the converter, clean out the cartridge. Those are easy to clean out. Those you just run under the faucet and the ink comes right out of those. Any cartridge or converter, most of them, you can just get it right out, put some water in it, put your finger over it, shake it up. Everything will come out. It's really simple. I used to overthink cleaning um, until uh, our friend Sydney sent us his video and showed us, showed us how easy it was to clean pens. I used to really overthink and concern myself with cleaning fountain pens. Now it's really one of the simplest tasks and I don't even mind doing it because I can do it so quickly now. So you just got to get in there and do it. Um, a few other basics that a lot of people ask are, are all inks safe to use in all fountain pens? And the answer is no. Um, you have to at least be aware of what type of ink you're using. Um, the pen type doesn't matter as much as what ink you're putting in any pen. Um, so there's there's different types of inks, and you know I've gone over it on the blog, and we'll have to check. I'll have to check and see what podcast we've talked about the iron gall inks. But there's certain inks you want to be careful about um, cleaning out much more frequently. Like if I'm using a normal ink, Mike, like a, um, just a basic pilot blue or pilot blue black, whatever. And if I haven't run it out in the pen, I'll try to clean it every few weeks, three, four weeks, maybe five weeks. That's about how long I'll leave a normal ink in a pen without just dumping it out, cleaning it, and you know maybe even putting the same ink back in. It just needs to be maintained that way. Now, if you're using an iron gall ink, which is a little bit more it's a little bit harder on the on the nibs and on the feeds and on, on the mechanics of the pen. Um, I don't want to say corrosive. That's a little extreme. But you have to be careful about um, leaving it in too long because it'll dry up in your nib. It'll kind of gunk up the nib and the feed unit. So you got to clean those about every one to two weeks at the most, um, just depending. There's some that are a little bit more tame. Um, but you need to be aware of what the ink properties are before you put them in any pen. And if you have a question, let let me know. I'll I'll answer it as best as I can. And um, you know, you just want to be careful. Um, people ask about certain brands of inks. You know, do they stain? You know, like a demonstrator pen. Um, you know, if you're putting a certain brand of blue ink in a clear pen, is it going to stain it when you go to clear it out? That I don't have as much experience with. Um, the infra the knowledge I've gained over the past couple of years is that there's a basic tenant um, that my friend Thomas instilled in me that if a pen manufacturer like a pilot also manufactures an ink <clears throat> you generally assume that those inks are safe for their pens mm -hmm. right or any any fountain pen really like pilot can be used in a pelican fountain pen but it, the theory being that 
a pen manufacturer is not going to make an ink that's going to damage one of their pens because then they're going to have to repair it and there's additional costs in that. You know, that's not necessarily a fact. It's just a, I think that's a good working theory though. Um, I like that a lot. So that doesn't mean you shouldn't use things like noodlers or private reserve or any of these million other ink vendors because they make some of the best inks. Like I love all kinds of noodlers inks. Um, I tend to clean those more frequently than if I was using Pilot Blue Black over Noodler's 54th Massachusetts. Maybe that's just me being paranoid. Um, I haven't had any problems. People report problems with certain inks, um, like some of the bulletproof inks or you know, some of the more stronger uh, formulaic uh, inks that might, might not stain. I don't have a ton of experience with that, but that's a good thing to keep in mind. Just know what you're putting in the pen. Understand that a pen manufacturer is probably not going to make something that's going to damage a fountain pen because that's um, that would be kind of detrimental to their business. Um, and then just you know have a decent cleaning process where you're you're keeping track of it every every few weeks. You know I wouldn't leave any ink in any fountain pen for two or three months. I think that's you'll probably have to do some um, go through some extra cleaning steps um, with that. And um, that's kind of. I mean, I think that's kind of most of the questions that I've been getting, just like the super basic stuff that or it's kind of quick answers, but never people never having experiences before and just getting into fountain pens. You know, these are the kind of things, these are the kind of questions that I had in the beginning and that I asked a lot and just through trial and error and talking with people that are more experienced than myself, you know, I've, I've come to some of these conclusions and, and it's just kind of the, uh, the habits that I've in, instilled in, in working with my fountain pens now. So you have anything to add uh, along like the very basic 101 stuff mike i can't add anything more than what you've just put in my friend is all right so well, good so i'm all prepared <laughs> i'm always i'm always free to answer questions like this you know i get them all the time and since this the frequency of this topic has been uh increasing lately which is wonderful to see i'm happy to answer these types of questions all the time and you know i may may not be have all the answers and you know there's guys that are out there that are way more guys and girls that are way more experienced than myself i'll defer to them quite often but um you know i'm at least the starting point to uh to help you on this journey and i'm glad to do it so um yeah you know where to find me where is that that is on twitter twitter is a great way to get in touch with me if you want a quick answer i'm on twitter at dowdyism d-o-w-d-y-i-s-m and I'm on app.net at Dowdy, D-O-W-D-Y. Either one of those avenues, you're probably going to get a quick response from me. Um, otherwise, you can go to penaddict.com, and there's a contact link there. That'll shoot me an email, and I'm pretty good at getting back to those. Those just take me a, a day or two, sometimes three to get back to um, an email. But um, that's, that's the quickest way to get in touch, and uh, I'm happy to hear any more questions you guys have about any topic, um, especially just uh, you know getting started in, in fountain pens and things like that because that's a, that's a great topic. I enjoy talking about that. You want to get in contact with me? I'm iMike, I-M-Y-K-E, on Twitter and app.net. That's a great place. It's the best place for me, I think. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, if you want to find uh, links to some of the stuff we discussed today, go to 5x5.tv slash penaddict slash 79. We've collected a selection of links there for you. Um, and I think that's about it for today's episode of the Pen Addict Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy the show, feel free to leave us a uh, review in iTunes. Uh, always nice to see, and uh, we appreciate all of those too. So, 
Thanks to you for listening, and uh, until next week, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>